The Money Podcast with your hosts, Justin Harrison and David Bester. Money, 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 money. Let's talk about money. Welcome to another episode of The Money Podcast with myself, David Bester, and my co-host, Justin Harrison. In this episode, we will be discussing investing in the stock market and sharing the essentials you need to know before investing in stocks. The stock market provides an exciting opportunity to build wealth. However, it is essential that before you start investing that you fully understand the stock market as well as the companies that you decide to invest into. In this episode, we want to give you a glimpse into why the stock market presents an incredible opportunity and where you should start if you want to invest in the stock market. So Justin, why is the stock market a good place to invest money? Why should someone invest in stocks rather than say, leave their money in a savings account or fixed deposit? The biggest reason is for growth. What you want to do when you're investing money, you want to make sure that you get the absolute maximum amount of growth. And the thing is with traditional savings accounts and fixed deposit accounts, you're pretty much capped on how much you can earn in terms of the growth of your money. However, when it comes to the stock market, there's actually unlimited upside. Now, of course, there is downside and we have to talk about managing those risks in this episode. But certainly one of the biggest reasons is you want to make sure that you're investing your money for the future with maximum growth opportunity and obviously that unlimited upside. Yes, if you think about it, companies with strong fundamentals generally grow with inflation as well. And that also applies to the growth factor you are talking about, right? Absolutely. I mean, if you just have a look at some of the big indexes and you take a historical view on them, they've always traditionally outperformed what your money will do in the bank. Yes. So with so much upside in the stock market, there has to be a really big downside as well. So what are some of the risks and how can people avoid these risks? Well, of course, as I mentioned, one of the risks that you've got is the loss of capital. And when you're investing in the stock market, unlike investing in a fixed deposit or a money market account per se, you're essentially taking on the risk of the market, which means that you have the potential to lose capital. You know, if those investments go down, your capital goes down. And so that's a big problem that you need to overcome. Now, the way to overcome this is twofold. One is you need to obviously know how to do due diligence on companies. You need to know how to do your research before investing into stocks. And then I would say something that we spoke about in the previous podcast is that you really need to focus on diversity. The more you diversify your investments, the more you reduce your risk. So you definitely don't want to go and put all of your money into one stock or one index or one market. Yes, a very big mistake I also see people make is that they do panic selling. For instance, let's take the start of the pandemic. Oil companies were losing money left, right and center and most people started selling off. That is actually the time I started buying and over the last year I've made quite a lot of money by doing that. Now if people just kept their emotions in check and didn't panic sell, they would actually be a lot better off today than at the point where they were selling. So I think this is a delicate balance you have to learn when you're investing. And obviously, the longer you invest for, the more you start to understand the market cycles. And the markets definitely do go through cycles. They go through highs and they go through lows. The most prudent investors know that their opportunity to purchase is at the bottom end of the market and their opportunity to sell is at the top end of the market. But really, the best long-term strategy is just to pick really solid stocks and to stick with them long-term. And that will always win through all the market cycles that are happening. And I think this is something that new investors need to learn. They need to learn patience. They need to learn taking the long-term view. And if you do that, you will always win out against the market. 
Yes, so we talk a lot about managing your emotions in this podcast, and that also applies to the stock market. You have to manage your emotions when it comes to stocks. Just because something is taking a dip doesn't mean that the company is going to go under. And by managing your emotions, you can prevent yourself from panic selling and losing money in the process. So how does someone go about investing in the stock market? Do you need a broker or is this something that you can do yourself so much has changed in the investment space over the last decade when i first started investing in the stock market there was no access for retail investors so retail investors basically anybody who is out of the traditional finance space this is not the hedge funds these are individuals looking to invest and there was no space for retail investors to go and invest other than through a broker. So if I go back 25 years in my investing journey, I literally had to pick up the phone and I had to speak to my broker and I had to execute buy or sell orders over the phone or via email. A lot has changed since then, especially in the last decade. We've got absolutely fantastic financial technology that has come forward and really empowered individuals to be able to invest. So you now have the option more than ever to go and directly invest by yourself. And I think this is a very real option for most investors these days. Having said that, there are instances where brokers still do play a fundamental part. If you have got a lot of money that you're sitting on and you obviously are concerned and worried about how to allocate those funds, it sometimes is a good idea to work through a broker. But I personally prefer going direct. I personally prefer managing my own portfolio. I personally prefer having direct access to the decisions I want to make on a daily basis through these incredible applications that are available. In South Africa, we have a platform called Easy Equities. We have internationally, we've got places like eToro, Webull, all of these great platforms that have been really created to empower the retail investor. And so today, anybody who's got an internet connection, anybody who can do some research and has access to a bank account and a credit card can actually start investing. And I think that's the thing that is so empowering about the time that we're living in right now. Yes, I think it depends from person to person. If you don't trust yourself by doing your own investments, then a broker is completely fine. But if you want to do your own due diligence, you want to make the time to actually research companies and understand companies, then I think the direct route is probably best for you. So would you suggest people invest in their local stock market or should they look to invest internationally? What would you suggest? When it comes to investing, you want to make sure that you're diversified. And I think it's a big mistake to invest only into one market. So if you are looking at just the New York Stock Exchange and you're not looking at exchanges outside of that, that's a mistake. If you're looking at only the JSE, that would be a mistake. I think it's a good idea to diversify, not just to diversify the kind of companies that you invest into and the kind of stocks that you buy, but also invest in different currencies, invest in different markets and make sure that you have as a diversified portfolio as possible. Because Sometimes developing economies will do really well and other times developed economies will do really well. And nobody really knows what those stages will be. I mean, analysts try and forecast this all the time and most of the time they actually get it wrong. So that's why I think your biggest hedge against losses is to ensure that you're diversified across multiple markets. I fully agree. I think it's very important to remember that when you invest, you also invest in currencies. For instance, you might invest in a country where you are getting 20% growth on an investment. But if the inflation is also 20%, then you're actually not making any money. 
Well, this is the exact thing that we that we teach people when it comes to investing is not just to look at the underlying gains that you make out of the stock. You need to take a rather bigger macroeconomic picture of the economy at large. And so for countries that have very high inflation, the logical thing often to do is go and make smaller gains in another country where you may be getting less returns, but the inflation is lower. Exactly. So what are some of the biggest steps you have for anyone looking to start investing? Where should they start? Which stocks or indexes should they invest into? Look, I think the first thing people need to do is they need to learn how to analyze companies. They need to figure out what it is that they're investing into. It's important to understand that you're not just buying stocks, you're buying into companies. You need to learn how to analyze companies. You need to understand what a balance sheet is, what an income statement is, what a cash flow statement is. And with the advent of the internet, there is no reason that people can't access this information. You don't need to be financially completely astute to understand what's going on. Just go and teach yourself how to read a balance sheet or income statement. You'll be in a much, much better position. The other piece of advice I'd give people is to start with the companies you know and trust. When I started out investing, I took a very, very simple view. If I'm using a company's products on a daily basis, that is probably a good company for me to own. If I'm using and consuming their products and services, then I already trust the company as a consumer. And so it only makes sense for me to own their stock. So I think it's a good starting point to look around your own home, look around your own life, see the company's products you're consuming and start investigating those companies and see if those are potentially companies that are aligned with your value system and where you want your investments to go. And I would say that obviously the biggest tip I can give to people is make sure that you invest into stocks or rather companies for the long term. What you want to do is make sure that you get away from this whole concept of day trading. Day trading's become very popular in terms of the way it's being promoted online, and it's a big mistake. People need to learn to go into stocks for the long term. If you buy a stock or a company, don't buy anything that you're not prepared to hold for at least a couple of years. The thing is, it is actually so liberating once you know exactly what you're investing into. In other words, if you know how to do your own due diligence. I think learning how to do your own due diligence is super important. And then I think the other thing that is also very, very important is to invest into companies that you genuinely understand. You understand their product or service. There are so many people investing into companies that they actually have no idea what those companies do. And so if you do not really understand the fundamental business, you shouldn't be putting your money there. I fully agree. And this is something we mentioned in the previous podcast as well. I suggest you go and listen to that one again. There's some really good information in there. But you need to practice some delayed gratification and ignore all the noise in the market. There's no shortage of information out there. And if you open any publication or YouTube video, you will always get presented with the next 2x or 5x stock. I think it is really important to practice delayed gratification and do your due diligence first before you go and invest into a company. The stock market is possibly one of the greatest opportunities for you to put your hard-earned income to work so that it can generate additional wealth with very little effort on your part. It is, however, essential that you commit to learning about the stock market, that you learn how to analyze companies, and that you take a long-term view on investing. It is easy to get caught up in the hype of the day trading and short-term market gains. However, successful investing is about picking great companies and sticking with them for the long term. If you would like to learn more about investing in the stock market, please visit our YouTube channel and website. We have loads of excellent free resources to help you get started. In the next episode of the Money Podcast, we will be discussing compound interest and why Albert Einstein once famously commented that it is the eighth wonder of the world and how compound interest 
can either free you financially or enslave you. This episode is essential listening if you are serious about becoming financially free. In the meantime, if you would like to connect with us directly, please visit our YouTube channel or Facebook page. You've been listening to The Money Podcast. To get access to our future episodes, please subscribe to our podcast via your podcast app. And be sure to check out our YouTube channel, Global Money Academy.